And before we get started today, my friends, go to the link at the bottom of this podcast description or YouTube posting and click on Life Points, take surveys and get paid for your opinions. You can complete surveys in your free time, share your opinion, and earn points that can be traded in for rewards, like perhaps a Twitch gift card, which then you can support my channel, or Amazon gift cards, things like that. Go down there, click on the link for Life Points, sign up today. It is very, very easy. Now broadcasting from his hidden bunker and fully stocked bar, it is the Saturday Report with Hope Sebastian Taylor. Thank you and welcome once again, my friends, to the Saturday Report with me, Colt Sebastian Taylor, adventurer, entrepreneur, and amateur international broadcaster. And welcome to AWSM Radio, an independent digital-only radio station that plays today's best music, old-school classics, along with a rotating cast of all-star DJs. AWSM Radio focuses on mainstream artists, independent artists, along with a variety of interesting talk and music shows throughout the day. All we do is entertain, inspire, and inform. And my friends, I want to engage with you. I want you to be part of the conversation. So find me on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the Cameo at Colt S. Taylor, uh, on Facebook Colt Sebastian Taylor, because some ruffian already took Colt S. Taylor. And then, of course, if you've missed this show, you can catch the podcast version of the show at anchor.fm slash Colt S. Taylor. All details that one would need are at ColtSebastianTaylor.com. All right, my fantastic friends, let's get started with this week's Saturday Report. First up this week, it's, of course, Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving was past Thursday here in the United States. Or as they say in Canada, another Thursday, they have their Thanksgiving in October. But um, earlier this week, I was interviewed, that's right, I was interviewed by Ticker News out of Australia by the incredibly friendly and polite and nice Mike Loader. And we talked for about five minutes about this show right here on AWSM Radio, uh, how it's heard internationally and gave some very fun little little facts and figures about this great radio station. So just want to take a moment to thank my pal, Mike Loader and Ticker News for interviewing me. Not the first time I've been on Ticker News. I have to be their favorite at this point. But be sure to follow uh, Mike at Mike Loader, L-O-D-E-R-7 on Twitter, as well as Ticker News on Twitter as well at uh, Ticker News S-C-O. And then, of course, uh, Ticker News in terms of uh, their website, which you can follow because they cover news throughout the day. They should, I would say they hire me, but they could never afford me because I'm, I'm you, just saying, just saying. But uh, Ticker News, Ticker News, let me make sure I have the address right here because I don't want to misread it. Uh, it is tickernews.co, tickernews.co. T-I-C-K-E-R-N-E-W-S dot C-O. Um, I'm not sure when my um, segment will broadcast, but when it does, I will provide a link across my social media networks. So it's, it's just an even bigger reason to follow me at the various places at Colt S. Taylor. So once again, thanks to Ticker News and Mike Loader for having me once again. Really looking forward to seeing the interview online. 
Next up this week, another update about Twitter. I can't look away. But uh, apparently, for those who are just tuning in, uh, there's been a lot of talk about the verification system on Twitter. Verification on Twitter. So, for famous people, little blue check marks, celebrities, companies, bankers, government officials, etc., etc., having a little blue check mark to indicate that they are who they say they are, which is probably a good thing. You wouldn't want, you know, fake George W. Bush talking about how he is going to retake Iraq. I don't know. But anyways, uh, now that Elon Musk, Elon Musk has taken over, he wants to open up verification for everyone. Everyone who wants a blue check mark can get a blue check mark for only $8. $8 being, I guess, a price he thought would work well. Also, a lot of his advertisers have stopped showing up to advertise on there because, well, problems. But anyways, um, um, so there's, like, there's a few Twitter updates here. But anyway, verification, verification is that um, it's going to be starting apparently next Friday, and there might be three different colored check marks for people. So uh, us... Us regular folks will get the blue check marks. Uh, companies might get a gold check mark, and then uh, government uh, government entities will get a gray check mark. And then all accounts will be verified manually. So previously, for about you know three or four days, if you had a credit card, you could get a blue check mark. And wouldn't you know it, that was a complete disaster. Um, <laughs> so they're going to be doing it manually now, not uh, automated. Um, I don't know how long that's going to take since now 90% of their workforce is no longer there, but that is apparently what is going to go on from now on. Now, will I, Colt Sebastian Taylor, get a blue check mark? Oh, probably. You know, why not kick the tires and see what's going on? I wouldn't mind, um... I mean, listen, if, if every Joe Schmo who thinks they know that vaccines contain chips that's going to zombie control people any day now get a blue check mark, shouldn't I get Colt Sebastian Taylor get a check mark? I think so. I think so. So, yep, I'll probably do that. We'll see how long I'll stay on there before I get kicked off, but I'm pretty confident I can trend the line. Now, another thing that apparently uh, Elon Musk is offering is a general amnesty for everyone who has lost their accounts. So, you know, all those folks saying terrible things like, oh, vaccines make zombies and don't get a vaccine and swallow bleach and COVID-19 is a big old hoax and, you know, other things like, oh, the Holocaust never happened. All those wonderful people, the most terrible people on social media, well, guess what? They're coming back to Twitter, I guess. So, I would say you should make a very handy use of the mute and block button because it's about to get a whole lot worse on Twitter because every, every person with with just the most annoying people you can think of, they're coming back. So, uh, cool. And you know what? That's probably why advertisers are bop, 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 no longer wanting to advertise on Twitter because they don't want to um, see a promotion about a new coffee maker Sandwiched between how women shouldn't be able allowed to vote and uh, how um, uh, Germany was right in World War Two, you know, for a for a uh, for a marketing perspective, having a coffee maker between those two types of tweets, not the best image you'd want to put out there. 
Apparently there's widespread reports. Now, there's, apparently there's software that will stop those ads from showing up near problematic tweets. But, um, you know, apparently it's not working. Apparently it's not working. Now, he's not letting everyone back. Everyone back. Uh, those who have broken the law or engage in egregious spam will not be allowed back onto the platform. And also, apparently, Alex Jones is not being allowed back on the platform either. The host of InfoWars, who has just lost a $1 billion lawsuit, uh, that has made many conservatives upset, saying that if Elon Musk was a big supporter of free speech, that they would he would let Alex Jones back on. Now... I've discussed this with several people on, on Twitter and elsewhere. And just to remind folks, the First Amendment is about government. Okay? It's about government. The government. So the government can't make a law against free speech. Hey, it can't. Government can't say, you can't have this newspaper or you can't uh, talk about this in public. I mean, for the most part, for the most part, there are limita there are still limitations to free speech. But um, uh, they can't ban people or pass laws that prevent people from talking about things in general. That does not apply to a private business. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Twitter is a private business. It is not the government. Okay, it can it can let it can ban whoever it wants, and you know what? It can let on whoever it wants as well. It can do that. It can let on whoever it wants as well, and then people can choose and choose not to advertise on it. That's the way capitalism works. That's the way. That's the way it works. Okay, that's just the way it works. Now, for those saying that you're violating someone's First Amendment right from getting banned off of Twitter. Uh, no, you, your, your First Amendment right has not been infringed. You violated terms of services that you agreed to when you signed up on that they could ban you for almost any reason or no reason at all, okay? So, you got banned. Now that there's a new owner, you're left back on. Has nothing to do with the First Amendment. Nothing to do with the First Amendment, okay? It doesn't. Like, if you did want it to, then you would have to nationalize Twitter. The government would have to take over Twitter and provide it, like the U.S. mail, to everyone. I am fine. I will trade you the nationalization of Twitter for the nationalization of healthcare. There, that's my trade to you. I, If you want to do that, then give me that. And then you, you, can, you can use your First Amendment... Um, argument all you want. All you want. So, but anyways, that is what is new with Elon Musk and Twitter. But, my friends, my friends, I've been talking about a lot about Elon Musk lately. My new favorite topic, but this next story is an oldie, but goldie. And what story is that, my friends? Kanye West, yes, the Easter. Kanye West is running for election. Again, yes, he announced on Twitter, which he apparently got access back to it due to his palship with Elon Musk, is running for 20, announcing Yee 2024 on Twitter, and seems to be calling, according to some reports, for a Christian theocracy. 
Yeah, Christian Theocracy. He uh, said hashtag Ye24, and he posted a video on his Twitter called A Debrief, where he talked about his meeting with Donald Trump earlier this month. Now, with him was uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, which is a far-right uh, agitator uh, who, who's gay and uh, was like the right-wing conservative uh, gay spokes spokesperson and whatnot. Uh, also a terrible person. Uh, he got kicked off of all of his platforms and also fired from a bunch of jobs after he uh, sort of was... Uh, pro-underage dating people in a bar full of right-wing people that a video leaked out. Wait, wait, he's back. He's working for, I think, Marjolyn Taylor Green or something like that. But he is now kind of working with Kanye West to be his campaign manager. And uh, he was with Kanye West during this debrief where he was talking about his meeting with Kanye West. Kanye West went to Mar-a-Lago also with Nick Fuentes. Now, who's Nick Fuentes? Well, you may not know who that is. He is an even farther right person who is, well, I mean, it's hard to tell whether this person believes what he's saying or is just one big performance art because he uh, denies the Holocaust. He doesn't think there should be elections. He thinks people should take over, should be a dictatorship, women shouldn't vote. Like, all the most terrible opinions a white, per a white male could have that's the guy. That's the guy who has it, and he's hanging out with um, Kanye West because uh, he also is calling for a Christian sort of dictatorship as well. And now they are they're uh, they're uh, best friends apparently, so they were hanging out together. Uh, so when Trump went down there with Nick, Trump uh, or Kanye West went down there with with him. Kanye West asked Trump to be his vice president. Now, I'll tell you what, that does take some cojones. That takes a lot of guts to ask Donald Trump to be your vice president. According to uh, the video, uh, Kanye said, uh, Trump was most perturbed about me asking him to be my vice president. I think that was lower on the list of things that caught him off guard. And then he said, Nick was, he said that Trump was very impressed with Nick Fuentes describing the white nationalist. Uh, unite the right protester as a loyalist. Then Kanye West criticized Trump by saying, quote, My question would be why, when you had the chance, did you not free those January Sixers, the folks that tr attacked the Capitol, tried to overturn the election, the insurrectionists? I guess Kanye is pro-January 6th. I said, go and get Corey Lewandowski back and get these people that the media tried to cancel and told you to step away from. Um... But then uh, apparently Kanye West seemed to sour on him, saying that Trump tried to intimidate him uh, and said terrible things about Kim Kardashian, which were the mother of his children. According to West, he said, he basically gives me this would-be mob-esque kind of story, talking to some kid from the south side of Chicago, trying to sound mobby or whatever. He goes into the story about how, how he went through all the Alice Johnson out of jail and that he didn't do it for Kim, but he did it for me. But then he goes on to say that Kim is bleep, and you can tell her that I said that, and I was thinking, like, that's the mother of my children. And then uh, he said that uh, at the end of the video, he apparently kind of called for a Christian theocracy, saying, since we know 
And all the Christians in America that love Trump know that Trump is a conservative. We're going to demand that you hold all policies directly to the Bible. Oh boy, that's some crazy talk. That is some crazy talk. According to a statement from Trump, uh, he said, Kanye West very much wanted to visit Mar-a-Lago. Our dinner meeting was intended to be Kanye and only me, but he arrived with a guest whom I've never met and knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. So Kanye West is running for president again, apparently. Uh, just so you know, he did run in 2020, which I covered extensively on here, and came in, let's see here, not first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh place. Seventh place. Kanye West came in seventh place there with uh, an impressive 67,906 votes, uh, more than the Constitutional Party uh, of Don Blankenship, uh, more than the American Solidarity Party, Socialist Party, um, the Progressive Party. I mean, these are just thousands of votes now. So, for first time go at, not too shabby, but not quite enough to crack 0.01%. 0.01%. In fact, the only other party that got more than 1% was the Libertarian Party with Joe Jorgensen and Spike Cohen. But uh, he's running again. Um, he is uh, trying to find a VP to go with him. I guess Trump turned him down. We shall see. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's going at it again. And, boy, howdy. Uh, he has some issues, I'm guessing. That's that's just, he's just, that's just plum crazy. That is plum crazy. Friends, while Kanye West may be ooh, a smidge, a smidge crazy, I'll tell you what's not crazy. It's listening to my pal DC. That's right, DC, my personal fantastic pal, NDJ, is here on AWSM Radio with three shows every week. Friday nights at 9 p.m., it's DC Live in effect. And you, my friends, do not want to miss out while he smashes it on the ones and twos kicking the beats from South Florida. And then on Saturdays, it's uh, uh, DC House Party Saturdays, where DC brings his freestyling DJ to the max. House Party Saturdays gives you all of the Mammy vibe without actually having to be here. From the top clubs to the bars, DC will bring the party to you that Saturdays at 10 p.m., and then, on Sundays at 10 p.m., it's DC Live in Effect again. So, just to review, Fridays at 9, DC Live in Effect. Saturdays at 10, DC House Party Saturdays. And then, uh, Sundays at 10, 10 p.m., DC Live in Effect once again. Only here, my friends, on AWSM Radio. My friends, next up, Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving here in the United States. A day of sales and purchasing and occasionally deaths when people get into fights at malls. It is one of the largest shopping days of the year. And it's back, baby. Last two years have been a little mute because of the COVID-19. But uh, now that everyone's vaccinated or those who aren't vaccinated are, are uh, well, you know what? They're, they're either dead or they're just complaining about sheep, sheeple. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Black Friday is back. Do I go on Black Friday? No, I do not. I'm not much for big crowds. Not really my thing. And parking is always terrible on Black Friday. In fact, I was driving around on Black Friday past a few, few places, and parking lots were packed. In fact, in fact, um, near me, 
there is a place called the Philadelphia Outlets. And every Thanksgiving, they open at midnight. And I'll tell you what, there is a traffic jam on the highway to the exit for people to get there at midnight. Like, cars on the highway, they have to put police out at midnight to direct traffic on the highway because people just get there and they have to wait in their cars one or two hours to get a parking spot to go in and shop. And um, I've driven by there a few times and whatnot. And even today, driving by later in the day, there was a line of cars on the exit ramp to get off. And the parking lot was packed. And I believe didn't go in. There are people standing in line outside of this outlet. I guess they hit some sort of fire marshal law. I don't know. I'm just saying, crazy. Do I go out on shopping on Black Friday? No, I do not. Uh, I do go out on Small Business Saturday. So, friends, you know, if you're listening to this right now on Saturday or Sunday, go go to the small business this weekend. It, it does help. But anyways, I only bring this up because I, like many people, shop a lot online. And as much as I want to shop elsewhere, Amazon does have wonderful shipping and really good prices. They, they're good with the job. But uh, if you ordered anything, let's say, today or... Or let's say, uh, if you order anything on Black Friday or this weekend or you know, the days leading up to Black Friday, it may take a little bit longer for your packages to get there. Why, you ask? Because on Black Friday, uh, workers from 40 Amazon warehouses walked off the job uh, to protest uh, working conditions and pay around the world. Around the world. Now, what's an Amazon warehouse? My friends, You know, when you buy something on Amazon, there are warehouses strategically positioned all over the world to get those things to you. There's not just one big warehouse, you know, where it gets to you. They get, things get to you in two days because chances are there's a huge warehouse near you that has all those things. Um, now, if they doesn't, you know, they have software, they can't get it to you in two days. You don't get that free two-day shipping. But, but, yeah. So, like, you know, there's a warehouse near me outside of Philadelphia I need batteries, they've got the batteries, they send me. If someone in San Francisco needed batteries, they wouldn't come from here, they come to a warehouse near them in California. So there are tons and tons of Amazon warehouses around the world. That's how they get things to people. It just is. Now, not every country has an Amazon warehouse. For example, when I was in Ireland for a few weeks, I needed something. Instead of ordering stuff from the United States, which would take, you know, a week to get here, I ordered it from the United Kingdom, which is much closer, and could get there in two to three days. Not a big deal. But anyways, there is a lot of concerns about the working conditions in these Amazon warehouses. They have a surprisingly large turnover rate. They have digital uh, algorithms that want people need to make these sort of uh, benchmarks of filling orders so many orders in an hour, or they get penalized, or they get fired. And the pay is eh, all right, but some places, not great. So Amazon warehouses in 40 countries and five continents struck, has strike on Friday. So your packages may be a bit delayed next week because no one worked on Black Friday. Now, the reasons why people went on strike varied from place to place. Uh, in Germany, uh, they were protesting computerized productivity monitoring and target setting pieces at high demand of their output. 
in the United Kingdom. They wanted uh, a pay raise in light of global inflation. Uh, in the United States, they uh, wanted better working conditions. So protests happened outside of Amazon warehouses. People protested outside of Jeff Bezos' Fifth Avenue Manhattan apartment. And there were demonstrations outside of Whole Foods. Why Whole Foods? Because Amazon also owns Whole Foods. So I, for one, and I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a big supporter of unionization. A lot of, a lot of things, a lot of things in this country have kind of gone downhill once union-related things were broken in the 1980s. You know, I understand why the reasoning, but things didn't quite get better. Things didn't get quite better. Now, there have been very large efforts to unionize warehouses. Like a lot of these protests, they're not union. These are just people walking off the job. There are a lot of efforts to unionize Amazon warehouses. Uh, one warehouse in Staten Island succeeded, but other uh, efforts have not. Amazon has pushed back very hard against these union uh, efforts. Um by, I guess, offering more or making their case. I don't know. But um, there, is, there, is a, there is a very, very hard push to improve the working conditions in these Amazon warehouses. Next day, same day of, of shipping is hard to do. You know, employees have reported uh, physical injuries due to the breakneck pace of warehouse work, mental health complaints from the stress of a computer telling you that you need to work harder. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's, it is a hard place to work. I would not want to work inside an Amazon warehouse. So I hope these folks get what they need to get to be properly compensated for the work that they do. Now, obviously, for consumers, you know, you might be costing things a little bit more, but that's the way things are. Maybe these other small businesses might have a little bit more competition if, where, if Amazon paid paid their workers a bit more, a bit more. I mean, some places, you can get same-day delivery. If you're close enough to warehouse, if you order batteries at 8 p.m. at night, when you wake up at 6 a.m., there's a package on your door of batteries. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. But anyways, uh, Amazon warehouse is striking this week. Will there be other strikes during the holiday season? Probably depends on how effective this one was. Moving on to some music news. Guess who's back, my friends? Jenny from the Block, J-Lo. Yes, Jennifer Lopez is back. Her first album, and I believe nine years, is back. This is me now. Um, twenty. Me, this is 20 years after the Ben Affleck-inspired album, This Is Me Then. So, as you know, J-Lo and Ben Affleck uh, were a thing, then weren't a thing. Now they're a thing again, and now he has inspired another album from Jennifer Lopez. Uh, her social media went dark. Um, she, see, I guess she, she erased all of her pictures or took them down, so they're just blank for a few days, and then announced uh, early Friday morning that she was um, releasing a new album, releasing a new album. Uh, she wrote on her Instagram, This is me then, this is me now. And um, <clears throat> she is uh, recreating the original album cover for 2022 in People Magazine. So you can check it out there. Um, the new project chronicles the, quote, chronicles 
the emotional, spiritual, and psychological journey that she has taken over the past two decades, according to a press release, uh, comes in the heels of her marriage to Ben Affleck, to whom the earlier album was dedicated. So, boy, Mr. Affleck gained two albums dedicated to him. What a guy. What a guy. Um, there are 13 songs, including the title track and various other entries that allude to her relationship with the actor, including Dear Ben, Part 2, and Midnight Trip to Vegas, which references the couple's uh, first uh, marriage ceremony in July. So, um, so um, she uh, also called her 2002 album, first one inspired by Ben, ben Affleck, her favorite. Uh, last year, uh, she posted a throwback post to honor the project, which was charting on iTunes and at the time. Uh, featured footage from several iconic music videos from the album, including Jenny from the Block, All I Have, I'm Glad, and Baby, I Love You. Uh, she said, of all my albums, this is very special to me, but This Is Me, then, is my favorite album I've ever done so far. So, uh, so, uh, she has a new album out. Has a new album out. Um, she has, uh, released, she has sold more than 80 million records worldwide. Her last album release was in 2014 with AKA. And then finally she says, uh, I know a lot of you have heard me say that before. Uh, so on. So to honor my J-lovers, helping it re-enter the album, the chart again after 19 years, here's a little TBT throwback then. This is me then uh, on that previous post. So, um, so yeah, she has a new album out. Will I listen to it? I'm sure I'll catch a song or two. I'm not a big Jennifer Lopez music fan, as in I am... A, listen to it, but she is undoubtedly a very talented artist and very glad that she's happy with uh, Mr. Affleck and she's releasing a new album. So, catch it if you're a fan of J-Lo. She's got a new album coming and you should definitely, definitely check it out. My friends, one of the first times you might hear J-Lo's new music is on the Rock Sessions. Rock Sessions, or the Rock Sessions, there's no, SA, there's no SH in there. Rock Sessions is our drive time show here on AWSM Radio, making sure your evening commute home is fun, featuring the hottest music on the charts and some other surprises in between. Uh, my friend Rocks will make this show rock, rock style, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Only here, my friends, on AWSM Radio. Friends, last week I talked about CNN's New Year's Eve's plan. Well, this week NBC announced their New Year's Eve plan. A New Year's Eve special being hosted by Dolly Parton along with Miley Cyrus. That's right. Uh, in a uh, Instagram post, uh, hashtag New, Year, New Year's Eve co-host Dolly Parton, uh, Miley Cyrus announced that she will be hosting uh, the NBC's annual New Year's Eve special with Dolly Parton. In the photo, uh, Miley Cyrus is wearing a sleek navy blue cocktail dress uh, with uh, uh, gold with blonde uh, tresses. And then uh, Dolly Parton, a stunning metallic gold dress of her own. So, tell you Dolly Parton, still looking pretty good. Still looking pretty good. Um... So NBC, NBC also shared a fun promotional video of Molly Cyrus and, Patri and Molly, Dolly Parton's on the network's official Instagram page, which states, Miley's, Miley's New Year's Eve party is about getting 
about getting glamorous and dressing your best. Uh, Parton chimed in. Well, we do that every day, don't we? You never taught. You taught me well before they began to sing uh, their duet version of Jolene. Uh, it's set there on December 31st, live from Miami. Uh, she hosted last year's um, Miley Cyrus's new Miley's New Year's Eve party. Uh, it'll be the second straight year that she has hosted the New Year's Eve uh, festivities. Last year, she co-hosted with Pete Davidson and uh, had performances by Anita, Billy Joe Armstrong, Jack Harlow, Brandy Carley, Swati, 24 Golden, and more. And uh, so I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that uh, she will be singing with Dolly Parton as well. Uh, Dolly Parton it will be coming off her introduction to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as well as receiving an award of $100 million from Jeff Bezos to distribute to charities and causes of her choice. Obviously, he decided not to spend that money on his employees. He gave it to Dolly Parton. But if you're going to give $100 million to someone, number one, it would be me. But number two would, of course, be Dolly Parton. In other celebrity news, do you remember the uh, reality show Chris, Chris, Chrisley Knows Best? It was on USA in 2013 and then for like, you know, half a day afterwards with Todd and Julie, Julie Chrisley. I honestly don't know what they did that made them famous, but guess what? They're going to jail. They're going to jail for a combined 19 years federal prison for bank fraud and tax invasion. And I couldn't be happier because I found them to be really, really annoying. And boy, howdy, it came to get them. So Todd Chrisley is going to prison for 12 years with uh, three years of supervised, uh, supervised release. And then Julie Chrisley is going to prison for seven years with three years of supervised release. Now, they won't serve the full terms. I mean, they'll probably do a quarter of it and then get released early. That's usually how that goes. But um, they were, they were, uh, they were, they were popped for defrauding community banks more than thirty million dollars in fraudulent loans. Uh, federal prosecutors say that they submitted fa false bank statements, make it appear they were wealthier than they were when they had loan applications in two thousand and seven and two thousand and twelve. Uh, prosecutors say that the couple spent money on luxury cars, real estate, travel and then use fraudulent loans to pay off old loans. Uh, Todd Christie eventually filed for bankruptcy and walked away from $20 million of debt. So these guys are just a pair of scumbags, and they finally got caught, and boy howdy, they're going to jail. Um, they were also convicted of tax evasion and conspiracy to defraud the Internal Revenue Service, and uh, Julie Christie was found guilty on wire transfer fraud and obstruction of justice. And the lawyer, Peter Tarantino, was sentenced to three years in prison. Uh, he's found guilty of conspiracy of defrauding the United States and willfully filing false tax returns to help Chrisley hide money they made from the reality show, according to prosecutors, to prevent the IRS from collecting unpaid taxes. According to Carrie, Carrie Farley, special agent in charge of FBI Atlanta, when the June was convicted, when they said in June when the couple was convicted, convicted, when you lie, cheat, and steal, just as blind as to your fame, your fortune, and your position. In the end, we, when driven by greed, the verdict of guilty on all counts for these three defendants proves once again that financial crimes do not pay. So, 
they are going to jail. And good. 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 I mean, I'm not a fan of the Kardashians either, but, you know, I would hope they have better tax attorneys. <laughs> My friends, what is not a fraud is Wednesday nights here on AWSM Radio. It's authentic sports programming. First at 9 p.m., it's To the Rack with Mac. Uh, it is your go-to spot for all things basketball. Join NBA expert Mac Daddy as he brings you a full hour of high-flying hoops expertise for all things NBA. Tune in Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. for To the Rack with Mac. And then at at 10 p.m., it's What's Going On. What's Going On is our Fox Sports affiliate show providing listeners with over 150 combined years of sports knowledge hosted by Nate Brown and his and his crew. They are a staple of New York sports for the past two decades, and now they're going national, and we have them here Wednesdays at 10 p.m. So just to review, just to review, Wednesdays at 9 p.m., To the Rack with Mac. Um, Wednesdays at 10 p.m., What's Going On? Only here, my friends, on AWSM Radio. Friends, as you know, I'm not a fan of Hyundai, but I'm also not a fan of Mercedes because this week... Uh, they announced that uh, they are locking a capability of one of their newest cars behind a paywall uh, for $12,000 on one of their new cars, the Mercedes EQ, EQE and EQ, EQS. Uh, it can accelerate 20 to 25% faster if you pay $1,200 a year. So this car can do that on its own, but the software won't allow you to do it unless you pay $1,200 a year. So instead of going from 0 to 60 in 0.9 seconds, you can go to 0 to 60 in 0.8 seconds. This is outrageous, and I hope these cars get jailbroken like iPhones because that is as low as you can go. Mercedes is the Hyundai Tucson right now of car companies. Boom. You've been burned, Mercedes. And finally this week, a British foreign paraplegian uh, has been selected to be the first disabled astronaut to go into space, selected by the European Space Agency, ESA, to join its training program. Um, uh, John McFall, who saw off a competition of more than 200 candidates, uh, will take part in the space, space training corps as a para-astronaut with hope that he can become the first disabled person to go into space as part of a feasibility study. Uh, he is 41 years old, lost his right leg in a motorcycle accident when he was 19, but went on to become a professional track and field athlete. Uh, he represented Great Britain and Northern Ireland as a sprinter in the Paralympics, winning the bronze medal in the T42 100mm event in the Beijing Paralympic Games in 2008. So, um... I hope he makes it. He is a very accomplished person, uh, and uh, it'd be great to see him get into space. So, probably take a few years for training and whatnot, but when he does, you will hear it covered here on my show, here on AWSM Radio. Good luck to you, sir. Good luck to you, Mr. John uh, Mc McFall. McFall. My friends, that just about wraps up today's episode of the Side Report with me, Colt Sebastian Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Remember, you can find me on the Twitter, on the Instagram, and on the Facebook at Colt S. Taylor, as well as Twitch at Colt S. Taylor, where I often 
broadcast this recording live as I make it. So please join me there. Twitch.tv slash Colt S. Taylor. I also play some games from time to time. And of course, for all of your Colt Sebastian Taylor needs, visit ColtSebastianTaylor.com. Hit me up. Let me know what you think. Engage with me. Pick a fight if you really want to. Whatever. You, whatever. I like the attention. Uh, but until next week, my friends, have a great holiday weekend. December is upon us. And until next time, I am, of course, your friend, Colt Sebastian Taylor. And I'll see you later. And thank you once again for listening to the podcast version of the Saturday Report with me, Colt Sebastian Taylor, here on your preferred podcasting network or even on YouTube. Uh, remember, go to the description below and click on the link for Life Points and get paid to share your opinion. You can take a bunch of surveys in your free time, earn Life Points, which then can be traded in for gift cards on Amazon, Twitch, your favorite restaurants, things like that. Go down there, click on today, take a few surveys, and you can treat yourself at the end of the month. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week. I'm Colt Sebastian Taylor, and I'll see you later. <laughs>